before we hop into the episode, I'm going to ask you for one favor. If you listen to Founders Journal on Apple Podcasts, smash the follow button. And if you listen to it on Spotify, you can smash the follow button too. This way, every time a new episode comes out, you'll be the first to know. Also, if you have any friends, coworkers, or fellow business builders that you think would benefit from the podcast, tell them about it. Invite them to the party. Now, onto the show. What's up, everyone? This is Alex Lieberman, co-founder and executive chairman of Morning Brew. Welcome back to Founders Journal, my personal audio diary, where I give you, the business builder, the tools you need to think better in order to build better, whether that's building a business, a team, or a new product. Today, I'm continuing on Monday's topic of why following your passion is total bullshit. Specifically, I want to dig into how following what I thought was my passion, my dream job, led me into a job that I actually really didn't like, and how I had to leave that dream job to finally find success and happiness. Also, just a quick note, I have talked about leaving my job as a trader at Morgan Stanley before, episode 155 from January earlier this year, but Quitting my job is such a huge part of my experience as a founder and my journey as a professional, and it's such a big and important leap for so many builders, so I wanted to re-up it and go a bit deeper because I think you all will get a ton of value from it. So without further ado, let's hop into it. July 2015, I start working at Morgan Stanley. I graduated from the University of Michigan in June of 2015. And when I graduated, Morning Brew was a thing, but not really a thing. We had 10,000 subscribers. We weren't making money yet. We didn't have any employees. And so it wasn't a thought in my mind to not go and take my dream job and start in it, the job that I literally had wanted for my entire life. And so instead, when I started working at Morgan Stanley, Morning Brew was this side project, this side hustle that I was planning on continuing to do as I started my dream job in financial services. And when I say this was my dream job, like I really mean it. I grew up at my home in a suburb in New Jersey with a whiteboard in my room. And on my whiteboard, I had my life goals written on that board that I stared at every single day. What was goal number one? I shit you not, it was be the best trader in the world. Think about that for a sec. How many people in the world can you think of that would have be the best trader in the world? I didn't want to be an astronaut. I didn't want to be an architect or a chef. I wanted to be a trader. And I wanted to be a trader because I wanted to be like my mom, my dad and my grandpa, all of which worked in sales and trading for more than two decades, respectively. And so that was how I had crafted my entire education up to that point. I went to Michigan for the business program. I did three internships in sales and trading. I interned at Morgan Stanley during my junior year. I got a job offer to work at Morgan Stanley full-time to trade the exact product that my dad traded. I truly felt like I had peaked in life. And you know, nothing could be better. I was making good money. I was living in New York City. And I was surrounded by really smart people that drove me to be my best self. And that's why it was so worrying that just a few months into my job at Morgan Stanley, I felt unsatisfied. If I started in July of 2015, I started getting these feelings, let's call it around October of 2015. And the reason I felt unsatisfied is because I felt like I was diluting myself. 
As I reflect on my life and I reflect on my time at Michigan, I attribute my success, my good grades, my sports success, any of my professional success to work ethic over intellect. I believe I found success in Michigan because I outworked people, not because I had the highest IQ in the room. And so what really disturbed me was for the first time in my life while working at Morgan Stanley, I felt like I lost my secret weapon. And the reason for that was because I spent my workday at Morgan Stanley and then my after hours on Morning Brew. And so I didn't feel I could give 100% to either job. You know, I would wake up at 5.30. I would work out. I would get to the trading desk at 6.30. I'd work at Morgan Stanley between 6.30 and 8.30 at night. I would get home. And from 9 o'clock to midnight, I would work on Morning Brew. I didn't feel like I was giving my all to everything. Right? Think about it. If I wanted to be the best trader in the world, my typical way of being, the, the, the way of being that would leverage my secret weapon of work ethic would be to spend all of my waking hours on trading. I would spend zero hours on morning brew. And if I wanted to be the best entrepreneur in the world, my typical way of being would be to spend all of my waking hours on morning brew. But I wasn't. I was spending 12 plus hours a day on trading. And this feeling of doing a B minus job at two things it just continued to eat at me. I had never experienced something like it before. Every day for eight months from October of 2015 moving forward, I'd call my mom every day after work and I'd ask her, what should I do? How can I change this feeling of mediocrity? And you know, it ate at me so much that I even had Morgan Stanley help me out and, and try to support me six months into my job, I had Morgan Stanley change my job so that I could be in a trading position that wouldn't be so demanding where I could spend more time on morning brew. So as I said, my first role, I was working 6.30 a.m. to 8.30 at night. My second role that they moved me into, I was working 8.30 in the morning to 6.30 at night. So, you know, I got three or four hours back. And I think it's important for me to highlight this feeling of ambivalence, this feeling of uncertainty, because oftentimes when you hear startup stories or you hear the story of people taking a leap of faith, I think oftentimes people assume that it's easy, it's quick, it's a painless decision. But at least for me, it was anything but easy. It was months of thinking, ruminating, worrying, talking with my family. And you know, as I reflect on this, what becomes clear is I probably would have spent many more months mulling over what I should do. But then in August of 2016, a very clear fork in the road was created. My co-founder of Morning Brew, Austin Reef, was about to return to Michigan for his last year of college, and he needed to decide whether he was going to go full-time, like I had done, into a banking job at Molis, or if he wasn't. And for him, he wouldn't be able to balance both banking and the brew like I was able to do with trading and morning brew, given his hours would make it impossible to have a side business. And what that meant was we basically needed to decide, are we all in or are we all out? And I'll never forget this discussion that Austin and I had. We met up at Pete's Tavern, an old bar near Union Square in Manhattan, one weekend before he had to go back to school for his senior year. And we had this very conversation between us. Do we go all in or do we go all out? We went into that bar and that conversation not knowing what we'd do 
and we left the bar knowing that we'd be going full-time on Morning Brew together. But like I said, while the decision was made in that moment at Pete's Tavern between Austin and I, for me at least, it was an eight-month decision that just culminated in that moment. And how I thought about my decision to leave Morgan Stanley and join Morning Brew full-time, I thought about it in three ways. I thought about it through the lens of regret. I asked myself, what would I regret more? Option one, would I regret leaving Morgan Stanley, having Morning Brew fail, and then be out of a job? Or would I more regret staying at Morgan Stanley and watching someone else build Morning Brew because they dedicated the time to it? And when I looked through that lens, the answer was crystal clear to me. I would have far bigger regret watching someone else build the very thing we were passionate about simply because they took a risk and dedicated more time. The second lens that I looked through was the lens of life. I lost my dad a week before junior year of college. And it sounds cliche, but it truly forced me to see the world differently. It made me appreciate what matters. It made me realize that life is precious and there's only so much that's in your control. And it made me understand that there is nothing more important than filling your time with fulfillment and purpose when possible and surrounding yourself with great people. And through this lens, the question was simple. What is going to fill me with more fulfillment and purpose? Working at Morgan Stanley as a trader or building Morning Brew? Similar to the first lens that I looked through, the answer was clear. I got the most energy in my day the three hours after work when I worked on Morning Brew. The third and final lens that I looked through to make this decision was the lens of options. I played out the scenario in which Morning Brew fails. And I asked myself, then what happens? And my view was if I could think about all of my options, even if Morning Brew fails, maybe it will give me a level of hope, a level of confidence that it's not black and white, that if my business fails, there's no other options in life. And so when I asked the question, if Morning Brew fails, then what? I came up with actually many options. The first option was go back to Morgan Stanley. If I haven't burned every bridge with the folks that I traded with, it actually could be a great story. I went to start a business, I raised money, was able to monetize it, grow a user base, and this entrepreneurial toolkit could actually be really valuable for someone in trading from a relationship-building perspective, from a uh, risk-taking perspective. But I said, okay, let's assume for a second that I burned every bridge at Morgan Stanley and that option wouldn't be open for me. Then I said again, then what? The second option was go work on another startup. You know, my hope would be if I went and worked on Morning Brew and I built strong relationships in the New York City startup scene, in media companies, but also outside of that, potentially there's another company to go start with someone I met, or there's another company to go join in my networking that happened. Then I said to myself, okay, let's just assume I built no relationships. I spent no time with other people outside of Morning Brew. And so that's not an option to go work on another startup. Then I went to option three. Option three was go to business school. My thought was, you know, what a great story going to start a company, leaving trading to go to media, raising some money, figuring out how to take a newsletter that was a passion project in school, turn it into a full business, hire people, manage people all before the age of 25 has to be a good business school story, right? And I again, said to myself, 
okay, but let's assume I'm wrong. And there are so many other failed entrepreneurs out there who are all applying to business school. And I went through all these options and I got like four or five layers deep. And what I said to myself was, if I'm getting four or five layers deep in terms of options, should Morning Brew fail and I still can't find something, it's not a Morning Brew problem. It's an Alex Lieberman problem. It's a problem of Alex not keeping his options open, of not building strong relationships, of not establishing a network. And so to me, that lens of options the lens of life and the lens of regret gave me the clarity that I needed to feel really good about my decision. I want to make one thing clear is that my decision was made so much easier because of my privilege. When I decided to quit Morgan Stanley and do Morning Brew full-time, I was so fortunate to be in a position where my mom covered my rent in New York City for almost a year during a time where I wasn't taking a salary. Not everyone has this luxury, and it is super important to acknowledge because my process of saying no more to Morgan Stanley and we're going all in on Morning Brew is a function of the privilege that I live with. So I officially went full-time on Morning Brew September of 2016, just 11 months after starting my dream job in finance. And I want to conclude by just reiterating, this decision was difficult, It was filled with uncertainty, but it wasn't absent of time and consideration. I thought about all the possibilities. I spent eight months ruminating on it. Austin and I talked about it for countless hours. And even when we made that decision, we didn't know it was the right decision, but it felt right to us at that time. My hope is that this has provided valuable perspective for you on deciding when to make the leap and some of the ways in which you can think about it. Now, I'd love to hear from you. If you have any feedback for Founders Journal, ideas for the show, or if you're a longtime listener and just want to say what's up, send an email to alex at morningbrew.com or DM me on Twitter at Business Barista. Thanks so much for listening to Founders Journal. And if you enjoyed, please let others know who you think would enjoy the show as well. Thanks again, and I'll catch you next episode. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. It offers flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business. You can also earn up to $395 in annual statement credits on eligible purchases at select business merchants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard.